Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Rick Kiley. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. We have launched ministries, and we are excited about what God is doing. And this past week, we, I was uh, privileged to be with his recovery on Thursday night. And we had eight people there, and that's a good start. We're laying a good foundation there. We're excited about that. <laughs> Praise God. Brother and Sister Brown, would you mind standing just for a moment? This is Brother and Sister Brown. These are the people to see about his recovery and an, and an addiction ministry. I promise you, you will have a, a wonderful time if you will show up on Thursday nights at 6.30. Thank you, Brother and Sister Brown. Praise God. We also had a wonderful awakening this weekend. It was the men's turn, and uh, I counted 17 men that were a part of the awakening and almost as many servants. I counted 16. So we had a, a wonderful turnout there. And you know what? I told the musicians this morning that I just feel an uneasiness about the direction that we would normally go. I've got a terrific message in this binder. And I'm just so uneasy about preaching it. I just feel God wants us to go a different direction this morning. I can always preach another message, but I, I want what God wants every service, don't you? Whatever that is. We'll, we're going to have a great time this morning. But I, I want to talk about the awakening for just a moment. There might be, now we're not, we're not going to lose ourselves in this, but there might be a few people that would like to testify briefly to glorify God about the awakening. All right? If you're here and you'd like to do that, come on, I'm waiting for you. Anybody like to share what happened at the awakening, what it meant to them, some things that, we're a blessing to them without revealing our secrets. Let me say this while you're thinking about if you'll testify. The reason that the awakening appears to be so secretive is because there are so many wonderful surprises that would be spoiled. If we told you everything about it, you would be prepared for it. We don't want you to be prepared. We want you to come with an open heart and say, I'm here to be refreshed. I'm here to be refilled. I'm here to hear what God has to say to me. And so the awakening, I, I've been through it several times now and I thoroughly enjoy it every time I come. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you a smidgen of music in a few minutes uh, concerning the awakening. So if there's somebody who wants to testify, now would be the time. William. The first person's always hard to get up. And um, I've served at several awakenings, and I attended my awakening many years ago. But I would say this for those who have, have attended in those kinds of things. Um, the blessing when you participate the first time can be overwhelming. It touches you in ways that you never thought you could be touched. It doesn't matter 
what your belief system is. It doesn't matter if you've been raised in the church, raised in a good home. There is something for everybody that attends the awakening. And I would say this. I am thoroughly blessed every time I serve. I, if you think you get a blessing when you attend as a participant, what you get out of it when you serve is overwhelming. You go home and you are so refreshed because you got to put into somebody else's life. And it is in an amazing, amazing experience. And I just felt like I had to come up and say how honored I feel to have served the men that I served that showed up this past weekend. It was my complete honor and I was truly touched to be able to participate in your life this weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Zenobia. Amen. Let me tell you what everybody's role, come on up, Dan. Everybody's role at Abundant Life is servant. I'm a servant. I'm going to share this before I let Dan speak. I heard this at the celebration service of Pastor Tamil yesterday. One of the things they said was, if there is no job beneath you, there will always be someone beside you. Did you hear that? That's a good servant's motto. If there is no task beneath you, nothing that you wouldn't do for God or for his people, then there will always be somebody beside you. Amen. Dan. This was the first time I had an opportunity to serve, and it was very fulfilling for me. Uh, I was deeply blessed. My, when I came home Friday, my wife says, there's a glow about you that uh, I haven't seen since you participated. And I said, it, it just it felt so good with the gentlemen that were participating, the young, the older. I met a lot of great people. Praise God. We took in, we prayed, we enjoyed, we learned more about the Lord. When I gave my testimony, a lot of people were, I don't know how to put this, uh, in awe. Uh, but there was so much good that came out of this. So many people, the servers, I could see it in their faces and their are and their eyes. And I know that the participants felt it in their hearts and their minds. And the Lord was present every day. And he worked on people. And he made them learn that he is the way. And the, this is the way that we need to follow. And we need to bring more out of their conditions and bring them to God. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Mike. Brother O'Hearn, would you please come and sit right here? I, I was a participant in Awakening. I came knowing that God was here waiting for me. Didn't know what he had, but knew he was waiting for me. <clears throat> he came and he filled me the, the first night. 
and I'm going home and I'm feeling good and you know what, we said a prayer before we go that everyone goes home safely. I'm driving along and I am filled with God's fire. And I'm going, I'm about a mile from home and there's a big rock in the road, blows both of my right tires on my car and stops me dead in the road. And I go, Lord, and I pull off to the side and I call home and normally I would have got mad at that, you know, wow, my tires are flat, you know. Well, I didn't. I called my wife and I said, honey, my, my tires are blown. I hit a rock in the road. Don't know where it came from, but I'll call our, our tow truck guy. And I'm sitting there by myself in a field and the snow is blowing. And I can feel the other side just taunting me and laughing at me. And I said, no, this is not going to happen anymore. I am going to put you under my feet where you belong. I'm going to fight against you in my family taking over. You're not doing it because I have Jesus and the blood of Jesus is going to put you under my feet. And I did that right there and we stomped them out with the blood of Jesus, of Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful that I could do that. He may deflate my tires, but he will not deflate the spirit that's in me, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Men's Awakening. Brother Hearn, come and speak to us for a moment. Jesus, you brought me all the way And you carried my burdens every day You're such a wonderful Savior You never fail me at all Jesus, you brought me all the way. That was not for you. That was for him. I came here, and I want to thank Sister Kylie and Brother Kylie for their hospitality of giving me the penthouse. What a weekend, folks. <laughs> oh, man. I came in here Friday. He says, hey, you're coming with me tonight. We're going to change plans. We're going to go to the awakening. Okay. So we go to that. <laughs> wow. So I get up Saturday morning, figuring that I'm going to go to Pastor Frank Tamil's jubilation. I don't even use the word funeral anymore of that. And he says, well, we're going to go to the awakening. That's all I said. Okay. Wow. Wow. If, if you don't go to that, if you don't attend that, you're dead twice plucked up by the roots. We can't reach you. But I know you will. I'm taking it back to my church in Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin. And I'm going to talk to Brother Parker and Lacrosse. And I know that they might hear this right now because there's always a rumor mill. But I'm going to tell them, you got to come. No ends, ifs, and buts. If you don't, I'm leaving. <laughs> Truly, folks, I, two and a half months ago, had two golf balls come out the side of my neck. And I goes, this ain't nice. I went to the doctor. I shook hands with him. Went around my back of me, squeezed my neck. He said, I think you got lymphoma. 
And I says, what is that? He said, cancer. I said, shut up. I hate that word. I hate the sound of that word. I hate the spelling of that word. But he says, come down the hallway with me. I walk down the hallway. Take your shirt off. Get up there on the table. I said, what? Five minutes later, he's in my throat. What America. Isn't it great? You don't get that overseas, folks. Doctors who care for you. So I got lymphoma. Well, the next thing I had to overcome was the blast that lymphoma puts on the body. It goes into your bone marrow. I only had 6%. If I would have had 20, I would have had another thing to deal with called leukemia. God has spared me from that. I am a praying man, folks. I get up every morning, 5 a.m., because my dog wakes me up. And I pray for these leaders in this church to give you the right direction and the right guidance. And every now and then I like to hear if my prayers being answered. Well, when I walk in here, they are right on the right track. They are, folks. They are. They are. I was sitting in my kitchen, and I was looking just like that. And all of a sudden, I could see the church, pews just like this. I couldn't see your faces, but I saw the prayers go up to heaven. I'm telling you, folks, I've only had the chills and sickness one day where they expected me to be sick all the time and blah, blah, blah. They look at me and they're amazed. Seven and a half hours, the first treatment of chemo, and they go, aren't you going to... Nope. I know it's because you people have prayed. And you have touched the throne of God for me. And I will continue... Touch the throne of God for you. That's what it's all about, folks. I appreciate your prayers. I love your friendship. I love your hugs. I love your smiles and kisses on the neck. But when you pray, that's priority. I love it. And I saw that. Prayers going up to heaven. I sincerely want to say thank you. I am doing very well, even after two and a half months, whatever. I go next Wednesday for another chemo. They cut it down to four and a half hours. But I told him, I says, I'm a talker. You better put me in a corner. They did. But then they put one guy, two chairs down for me, and we started talking about Jesus. Then this other cat came in here, and we started talking about Jesus. Let me share a testimony, and he won't know that I'm doing this, and then I'm going to go. Chucker was sitting next to me, and I've been a trucking salesman all my life, freight salesman. And I said, I'll bet you got some stories to tell. And oh, did he ever. Ooh, some of the accidents he was describing, the women and children would have passed out. Three men we would have had to carry out. They were that strong. But then his wife sat across, and she said, I was pulled out of bed at 2.30 in the morning to start praying for my husband like I never prayed before. I knew there was something going on. And at 2.30 in the morning, he went around the corner and got blinded by the lights of the car. He knew he couldn't hit the brakes because he had 40-something thousand pounds of beer in the back of his truck. But nevertheless, he went off the road. There he was, all 18 wheels pointed to heaven. Hanging from his seat, 
with his seatbelt. Chucker come by, cut him down. They got out. They thanked God there. And they walked around to the back of the truck. Opened the door and expected the flow to come out. Not one bottle was broken. Now, the significance of that is that every night now he goes to bed at the end of his bed on his knees thanking God. God bless you. There are some things I hope we never have to experience. I hope you never hear the words cancer in your life. Your life will be changed just like that. And I don't know how people do it without God. I would be in the loony bin a long time ago. Some of you think I belong there, but but without God. But you know what? God has done some incredible things in this church. There have been some incredible healings and miracles that have taken place. We could take the entire day or more and have people testify. But I, I want to ask Brother Brown. Uh, we were talking the other day, and he shared a testimony with me, and I want you to hear that testimony, Brother Brown, if you'd... Come and share with us what happened at our last family prayer meeting. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Brother Kylie asked me this morning, he said, do you think you could help me preach a little bit? And uh, of course, right away I get nervous since, are you sure you want me? But um, First Peter says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayers. You know, and it's funny, God gave me that scripture before we even started this morning. And it's what everybody said. And uh, it's awesome. And I want to thank Brother Frank Zenobia uh, for his boldness. And he's, he's got some true boldness. And uh, we went to a prayer meeting a couple weeks ago. And I don't know if you've ever been to a family prayer. And if you haven't, you need to be here. Yeah. And it's on a Monday. Because if you don't come, you're cheating yourself. And uh, guess what? I was one of those people that didn't want to come because um, it was snowing and it was cold and I could kind of curl up next to a fireplace and it would be a lot better. But I came. And then, and then you know, and I was even talking to the Lord on the way here. You know, I need to get something out of this. You know, because this is, you know, why are we coming? And I had a really kind of a bad attitude. And, and I remember uh, Brother Frank says, okay, we're going to try something different tonight. So he basically pulled the chair and he put it right down there in the middle and, and there were, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 people here. He said, we're going to pray for some healings. And I thought to myself, boy, that's going to be interesting. And uh, somebody, he asked some people, you know, do you have anything going on? This one lady had something wrong with her, with her hand. Well, sit down. And you know something? It's not how intellectual our prayers are. It's if we have faith and we believe and we have boldness. And so 
I, I stood back a little bit and I was watching Brother Frank and I was watching the person that we were praying for. You know, and all the time that I used to pray, I used to close my eyes. Oh, God, please heal that person. And this time, the Lord said, open your eyes and, and see what happens. My attitude changed. And I think, it, I can't remember, it was a sister's arm, was a carpal tunnel or whatever it was. It doesn't make any difference. But I, I was standing right there and I was looking and I was praying and I was watching her. And, and Frank says, you know, okay, where does it hurt? You know, let me see this. And, and we went and we, he laid hands on her and we all, we all prayed. But instead of closing my eyes and praying the generic prayer, I opened my eyes and I watched her. And there was a glow. I think Dan was talking, or one of the brothers we were talking about this glow. <clears throat> and this glow was like, wow, there's something to this. It happened five times that night. <clears throat> and I thought, this is, this is really awesome. And, and everyone, you know, it's funny because one of the sisters, her hand was, you know, um, we prayed for her hand and Brother Frank looked at her and said, okay, how does it feel? And she said, well, you know, it's got a little bit. Hey, let's get back right to the throne room. Well, we're right back to the throne room where we prayed. And, and so how does it feel now? And I kept on watching her, and she, this glow was on her face. She, it's gone. And I thought, oh, praise the Lord. And this, this happened a number of times. You know, and it really built my faith up. Well, the next day, I, I, I play racquetball, and I've been playing for 30 years a couple times a week, and I was at Wisconsin Athletic Club. And there's a stairway going up and down the stairs, and on top of this, everybody goes up and down these stairs. And I ran into a friend of mine, a childhood friend that was basically working out, and we were talking right on top of the steps. And we were, uh, you know, catching up with old time's sake and all that stuff, and and uh, his wife just happened to walk up to us. And Joni, how you doing? She says, oh, she said, I fell in the parking lot and my neck hurts. And, uh, you know, usually I would think about it. I didn't even think about it. I walked right up to her. I prayed for her and, and, and took boldness in Jesus' name. And I watched her face. And her face had that glow. And then it, it, it was awesome. And, and, and I looked at her, I said, how you doing, Joni? She said, it's gone. I said, it was awesome. And then, and then I looked at her husband, and I, th I think they're Catholic. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any difference. But I know God is a healer. And her husband had this amazement on his face, like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Because he knew his wife wasn't lying. He, he knew that she was touched by God. You know, and I just want to let you know that, you know, God is a mighty healer. And it's not, uh, it's not about our prayers, how fancy we get them. If we have boldness. And you know something? I, I would really suggest the next time you pray for somebody, open your eyes. Because there's something to that. Because you can see, there, it did something to me and I will never, ever forget it. And there's no question in my mind, God's a healer. Wasn't that great preaching? Yeah. 
Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That built your faith. Now here's what I think God wants to do today. I think God wants some prayers of faith so that he can do the miraculous. I don't care if I'm the only one. I believe that. God wants to do some incredible things. And uh, I want to read this verse of scripture before I let you hear a song. This is from Luke 5. Since you got a light day today, honey, Luke 5, 17. That's my wife that I called honey, by the way. <laughs> Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town. Out of Oconomowoc, Delafield, Eagle, Wales, Watertown. Do I need to go on? Heartland. Shout it out. Wherever you're from. Iowa. Iowa. And here it is. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. It was a certain day and they came from certain places. And I want you to feel that there's a certainty in what God wants to do in your life today. And I want you to relax for a few moments and listen to this song that we heard at the awakening and let it minister to you before you minister to others, okay? So, Brother Courtney or Brother Wilbur. I'm believing that God is gonna work a miracle in your life by the end of this song. No matter what situation you find yourself in right now, just know that all you have to do is leave it at the feet of Jesus. My brother and my sister, listen. All of your pain Lay it down Lay it down All of your heartache All guilt and shame Lay it down Lay it down The Bible says Cast your cares upon him He'll hear your call Lay it down Lay it down Promised Promised he would never leave Forsaken friend indeed Lay it down Lay it down War cry
listen, by now you should be feeling a whole lot better. Your day should be looking a whole lot brighter. You only have two choices. You can let your fears overtake you. Or you can say what my man Joe said. Yet will I trust him. Come on, let's take it home. us to lay it down at the foot of the cross, Lord. First Peter 5 and 7 says, cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. There are some things that you brought in here today that you should leave here today and not take with you when you leave. Fear, worry, anxiety, depression. Lay it down. God never wanted you to carry that. Never wanted you to carry that. My life is miserable, Lord. When are you going to make it better? When are you going to lay it down? All of your problems, all of your fears. Take your burdens to the Lord. I hear it. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave it there. Amen? I'm going to tell you what I think God wants from us today. I think He wants us to admit that we have needs. I need a job. I need a financial blessing. I need a healing. 
I need deliverance. And I want help. And you know what? I'm going to say something that could be misinterpreted. But when you're going through a great trial, it can be difficult to have a lot of faith. And that's why I believe that the Bible says that every man shall bear his own burden. And then a few verses later says, and every man shall bear one another's burden. Because there are some things that the body needs to minister to itself in. And one of them is faith. And James chapter 5 and verse 17 says, and the prayer of faith. And if you can't offer one, then somebody else needs to offer one for you. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed any sins, they'll be forgiven him. Wow, all from what? A prayer of faith. You know what? I don't have any cancer. So it's easy to pray for you, Brother Bruce, because I've already experienced what prayer can do. But I don't know that it was so much my prayers as it was the prayers of the saints. Those prayers of faith that they offered for me. And so today I'm gonna ask you to stand with me. And I'm gonna ask you to be honest with yourself and before God, and before God, admit that you have a need and that need needs to be met by a prayer of faith. And I'm gonna call some things out. And if I hit your nerve, and if that's your need, then I want you to come forward. Because we don't want you to leave here like you came. We want you to leave better, stronger, healthier, blessed of God every time you come to abundant life. I'm gonna ask a favor. I have a good, I've developed a, a good friend in just the last few weeks. And he's with us today. I remember seeing him in the hospital and he didn't look so good, but he sure looks good today. Because God healed him. And if you're one of those people, I guess maybe I better not single him out, but if, if you're one of those people, then I want you to offer a prayer of faith for somebody else's need. How many of you ever felt like you needed a job and you were struggling financially and now you're doing good? You have a prayer of faith. How many of you have ever been sick and you've been healed? Now you have a prayer of faith. How many of you have ever been depressed, felt forsaken, been discouraged? Now you have a prayer of faith. You have a prayer of faith and I want you to give it away to somebody else that desperately needs it and they need it right now. And the power of the Lord was in the house to heal. It's here today. If you need a physical healing, if you're sick of any kind of any disease, 
I want you to come forward right now. Please, don't be embarrassed. Come forward right now. Just lying across this altar, anywhere. This is row one. If there's anybody here that is in desperate need of a job or a financial blessing, now you watch while they come because you're going to offer the prayer of faith here in a moment. A financial blessing in need of a job, something miraculous needs to happen in your finances. Go to Peace University tonight, but first, come to this altar today, right now. We need a financial blessing, and we're desperate. Here they come. Watch them as they come. Be ready to give your prayer of faith. Financial blessing. We all have seasons of this. Is there anybody here that's discouraged? Is there anybody here that's depressed? That needs a prayer of faith? That needs a deliverance? If you're that person, come on. You're afraid. Have I missed a need? I'm going to give you a chance to help me preach like Brother Brown did. Thank you, Brother Brown, for helping me preach today. If I've missed a need, I want you to preach it right now. Tell me what it is. Call it out. Even if it's not yours, say it nice and loud so everybody can hear it. Loneliness. If you're lonely. Addictions. Wait, we're going to stop because I want to I, I take them one at a time. Anybody lonely, don't feel like you have very many friends, want more friends. Just need somebody to, with flesh and blood on them to talk to, befriend you. Loneliness, come forward. We're calling it out today. Healing, the loss of a loved one. Healing, the loss of a loved one. Some people are feeling that about Brother Tamil. Okay, come forward. We're watching you come. Addictions was brought up. Anybody with an addiction, don't identify the addiction. But you just can't seem to get the victory over this one or two things. You have addictions. Remember, 6.30 Thursday nights. But come forward and be prayed for right now. Addictions. Marriages. Marriage problems. Come with your spouse. Backslidden children. Children that have not been saved. I didn't hear that, I'm sorry. Okay, 
Come on. Broken families. Broken families. We're calling for broken families. Brother Brown, could you please quote your scripture one more about the eyes of the Lord? Do you remember what it was? The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. Is that right? Did I say that right? The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. God is looking at this service. Do not be embarrassed to come forward. I don't want to leave here the way I came. I don't want to. Okay, now the rest of you are people of faith that don't have an immediate need right now, apparently. And so I'm going to ask you to swarm in. Step forward. You saw the needs. You saw the people that came forward. And offer the prayer of faith. Offer the prayer of faith, believing. Musicians, if you'll come forward and minister in song. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.